What's up, y'all? This is JLP, the host of Mastering Singlehood Podcast, coming to you with this brand new episode. Hope all is well with you and your loved ones. I pray that you had a blessed week, and I'm praying that your weekend will be even better. Now, y'all, I'm excited for tonight's episode, and I'm also excited and glad that we are in the month of February. For those of you who have been loyal listeners since 2018, you know that Mastering Singlehood and Relationships, we are celebrating our fifth anniversary this month. February 23rd, 2023. And y'all also know this month is very special to me as well because it is my birthday month. And it's also the month as well that I officially entered full-time ministry for the glory of God. Amen. And so, yeah, (laughs) so I'm excited for today's episode, y'all, especially the fact that again, it's February. So a lot of us, we know this month to be the month of love really uh, many parts of the world you know consider this month to be a, a month again discussing the topic of love especially the fact that in the month of February you know some people they celebrate Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day is a very special occasion um, especially for those of you perhaps who are married perhaps those of you who are getting married but even if you're not married even if you're not in that route or in that season Valentine's Day as well because it's about love it's also about you loving yourself as well and it's also about you knowing who is love which in first and foremost is god amen and so as a matter of fact before i even continue further on to just go deeper into this um episode i want to again just encourage you to go ahead and visit my youtube channel jlp network youtube channel and go ahead and just watch some of our recent videos where we went ahead and defined love based on uh, the Bible, giving you a biblical perspective of what love is. Because in today's society, the world has their own definition of love, but God's definition is the true definition of love. And honestly, if we don't know the true definition of love, we are not going to be able to produce healthy relationships and we are not going to be able to really genuinely love ourselves well and love other people well and this is in in relation as well to what i want to go ahead and discuss in tonight's episode and this is why i even titled tonight's episode do you truly love yourself again do you truly love yourself now we know there's a huge campaign going out all around the world and this is called now self-love um i don't have a problem with self-love but again A lot of times the way that the world perceives something, it always missed the mark in regards to what it is that God says in his word. For the most part, I would say when I hear self-love from a worldly standpoint, it's mostly about, for example, uh, you just doing what it is that makes you feel happy in a sense. For example, perhaps it is just going out um, and eating your favorite food, or perhaps it is you getting your nails done, getting your, your hair done, you know, taking some you know cute pictures of yourself and so forth and posting it on social media or perhaps for some of you is buying your favorite pairs of sneakers is is going to your favorite concert or um listening to your favorite music but in reality is more than that is deeper than that is not just in regards to what it is that you love materialistically but it's also about how you take care of yourself spiritually physically mentally emotionally like how do you show yourself that you love yourself based on what it is that you do that helps you to grow spiritually emotionally mentally 
and physically. And so when when we go ahead and really uh, see it from this perspective, meaning that we are not just focusing on bettering ourselves phys- uh, physically or materialistically, but we also are interested to better ourselves spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, then that is when you're truly loving yourself. If you're not invested in all parts of you, right? The Bible lets us know that we, again, we are three in one, right? You see, God is three in one. Father God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. We too, as human beings, we are three in one. We have a physical body. We have a soul and we have a spirit. And oftentimes what you're going to notice is that even if you take care of your physical body, if you're not taking care of your spiritual body, you will continue to feel drained. You will still feel, um, you know, unmotivated. You will still feel um, as if you have no peace right? And so it's important for us to understand the only way we can properly balance in this life is by taking care of all of the aspects concerning our being. And so I want to just go ahead as well, just share a few scriptures with you guys tonight that I found very interesting. And the Holy Spirit truly highlighted, highlighted these scriptures to me as well to be able to share with you this evening. And it's really going to show us why it's important for us to truly love ourselves in a way where we know that we are honoring ourselves because we're taking care of our entire being, not just one part of our being, right? And again, not just what it is that you were on the outside. My goodness, <laughs> there's a lot of industries right now that's making so much money. One of them in particular is the cosmetic industry. And you don't really necessarily see a lot of people, again, like I said, amplifying things that are unseen, selling to us things that helps us spiritually or selling things to us that helps us, again, emotionally, mentally. Yes, I understand that there's certain services, just as counseling services that are helping people with their mental health, which is good. But at the same time, it's like you don't necessarily see that much um, promotion being done for these causes or for these type of services. Like the way we see it is being done for things that we cannot see, things that we can wear on our bodies. For example, m- most of the biggest brands you're not going to hear on the TV is a type of, um, let's say, counseling service most of the biggest brands nowadays are things that you can wear right it's like for example Prada it's like Nike Adidas and so forth or like a makeup type of brand right Estee Lauder Mac and so forth but you necess- you don't necessarily see someone or a type of um, advertisement hyping up and saying hey this is what's gonna give you emotional health <laughs> or this is what's going to allow you to have a strong mindset or like a strong mental capacity. And so, y'all, I just want to go ahead and just first and foremost, um, take you to the book of Mark, Mark chapter 12, verse 31. And this episode, y'all, um, I'm going to say a lot, <laughs> but even though I'm going to say a lot, it's going to be very brief And um, I pray and hope that you will find this episode very much so interesting and beneficial um, to you, especially during this uh, month of February, the month of love. So Mark 12, verse 31, this is Jesus speaking. And um, the previous verse before verse 31 is Jesus, again, um, sharing the, the greatest commandment and is that 
you know, we ought to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength. And in the, the, the latter um, part, well, not the latter part, but in verse 30, 31, um, this is Jesus now saying that the second is this, meaning the second commandment as well, that is also great for us to follow, is to love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. And so he's saying again that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves. But for the sake of this episode, I want you to now focus on this from this point of view. What do I mean by this? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys. I hope that you guys are following me. And so the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself, right? And so this is the commandment from God. And so any commandment that God has given us, they are good. They're not evil. They're not toxic. Now, let me stop right there. <laughs> I'm taking you guys somewhere. I said every commandment that were, that was given to us by God, all right, or from God, they're not evil. They're not toxic. They are good. And so if Jesus is here, is again um, stating to us that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves, that means we too must love ourselves right. For example, if you are not loving yourself right, and again, for those of you guys who have listened to past episodes, I went ahead and shared again that love is an action. Love is not necessarily a feeling or emotion or affection, but you show love through actions. You are going to do certain steps. You are going to do certain acts that will, in fact, reveal your love, the fruit of love within your life or within yourself right and so if jesus right and also if, if if father god is saying to us to love our neighbor as ourselves god is already showing us that our default is that we love ourselves god is already showing to us that we already have uh, um, the maturity enough to know what real love is that love is righteous it's a righteous thing it is not a wicked thing it's not an evil thing and so if you find yourself not really loving yourself right bear in mind what i shared in the beginning of this episode when it comes to self-love because again a lot of people right they focus again what it is that we can see with our naked eye they place all of their attention on the materialistic things how much money do they have right who do they know what destinations they have been to and so forth but not many of them are focusing on how to better their inner being how to quiet the noise in their mind so that way they can have a stable mind a mind of peace right a heart that is filled with peace a heart that is full with love it's almost as if a lot of people in the world are trying to run away from themselves and often what's so sad is that many try to run away from themselves by entering a relationship ahead of their time. By entering a relationship before they properly, properly learn how to love themselves. Before they even knew what love is. And so we can say that, in fact, when the, the word of the Lord tells us that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves, it's saying that we ought to love our neighbor right, right, the right way. A way that is godly, a way that is honorable, a way that is not going to cause harm, but in a way that is going to always do what is right, do what is good. And so this is a point that we have to be honest. 
And we have to say to ourselves, do we in fact manifest the attributes of love that we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13? When it says love is patient, love is kind, love is not boastful, love does not rejoice in wrongdoing. If you find yourself, if you find yourself exercising things that are the opposite of the attributes of love that we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, then this is the thing that we have to be very mindful of. We have to say to ourselves, then what can I be doing in this season, especially during the month of love, which is February, the month that we're currently in? What can I be doing differently that will cause me now to have the attributes of love that I read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 in order for me to love my neighbor? Because if I do not have the attributes of love, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, there is no way that I'm going to properly follow the commandment of God, which Jesus himself recites once again, right? In Mark 12 verse 31. My goodness. My goodness. And so the best way that you can know sincerely that you truly love yourself is by making sure that you again are following in the ways of love according to scripture. Following in the ways of love according to, again, like I shared, what is stated in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And the best way we can do that is to spend most of our time with love. As I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, God is love. All right. Love is not what the world says is love. Love is not love. Love is love. That, that's, that slogan that many people in the world are saying, that is not love. That is a false type of love. But true love is God himself. Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai, El Shaddai, Jesus Christ. And so the more you stay in his presence, and perhaps you may say to yourself, well, JLP, how can I stay in the presence of God? You stay in the presence of God by reading his word. His word itself is his presence. You stay in his presence as well each time when you decide to surrender yourself to him and to give him praise and to give him glory and to pray unto him and to be truly sincere with him. Because at the end of the day, I always say this, God knows us better than we know ourselves. Even before you utter a word, he already knew what you were thinking before it came out of your mouth. And I want to go ahead and just encourage you guys as well. Um, along with the verses that I'll be sharing on tonight's episode, I want to just quickly go ahead and just, you know, just encourage you to also read Psalm 139 in its entirety. In that Psalm, you see David, he's describing um, and he's saying, you know, before, like, he even says, like, no matter where he goes, he can never, you know, disappear from the presence of God because the spirit of God is always there. And it also says in that particular psalm that, again, like I just said, like, even before you say a word, God already knows uh, what you're going to say. I'm paraphrasing, but I do want you guys to go ahead during your leisure time to read that entirely. Um, and it also says that. You know, even before you go to a place, God already knows the place that you're going to go to and so forth. And so you will find yourself, the more you spend time in his presence, the more you will be overflowing with his love. And the more you will be mature enough to properly love your neighbor, right, as yourself, 
because because of the fact you're 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 spending time in his presence you too began to love yourself the way that he loves you or the way that he would want you to love yourself and in return because you love yourself in the manner that God wants you to love yourself which is meaning in a, in a manner that is righteous in a manner that is godly in a manner, manner that follows the ways of wisdom then in fact he knows you're going to be able to love others well and for those of you who desire godly companionship godly marriage when you love yourself wholly spiritually mentally emotionally and physically and you know your identity in Christ then truly that is when you're best suited to be connected or to partner with someone else because once you are in fact in that dimension where you know who you are in Christ and you know that his love is more than enough for you you don't need to fill any void by attaching yourself to someone or or attaching yourself to something then you'll be more likely now to partner with someone and to be able to be healthy to that person and they to be healthy to you without you all forming a sort of you know toxic bond or a, a toxic attachment and so forth because it's never God's intent it's never God's will for us to be around negativity and toxicity as a matter of fact um i just want to quickly go ahead and share this but this honestly y'all this could be for a whole nother um episode um when you read the word of god even when you're reading the book of acts when apostle paul you know was going to and fro to different regions to proclaim the good news of the gospel of jesus christ at times when he and his fellow uh co-laborers would go to a town if that town would for example start persecuting them and start making them have a hard time to really proclaim the good news in that town guess what they would do they would just leave that that town you know they would dust the um they you know they would dust their their shoes right as a sign of warning to that town and they just would go to the next town they wouldn't even waste their time in that toxic environment or around these toxic people and this is just in the word of god y'all this is just in the word of god and so it doesn't make sense as well we too if we know there's certain things about us that we need to make improvement in it doesn't make sense for us to just now want to attach ourselves to other people in our low in our low state in our immature state my goodness <laughs> wow y'all now i'm not i'm not saying this now I'm not saying this now um for example to make this month of love to become like a month of sorrow for us of course not but I want to be that sister in Christ that truly challenge you as I always say you know I'm here to encourage but I'm also here to challenge you that in this month of February that you're being very intentional as well to truly love yourself and to ask yourself do you truly love yourself and you will know you truly love yourself when you're doing that hard work when you're doing that inner work when you're spending that time and asking God himself to reveal who you are in him asking God himself to remove any filth any junk any un, un- uncleanness from you in order for you to be who he created you to be in order for you as well to be filled so filled with his presence so filled with his attributes that you are good all by yourself and you are ready as well to partner with other people 
and, 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 and you'll be able to bless them too, right? Because you're going to be the best version of yourself. You're not going to try to attach yourself to other people while you yourself are at a very, very low state. Amen. And so this is very important. And um, y'all, I just want to quickly go ahead and turn now our Bible pages to John chapter 12, verse 25. John chapter 12, verse 25, y'all, it says this, anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. I'm going to read it again. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Now, like many people, for example, who perhaps are not familiar with this scripture, they'll be like, my goodness, this is a weird scripture. Isn't it contradicting itself? What does it mean? Like anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. It sounds like two negatives. <laughs> it sounds like two negatives. Like, how is that even possible? How can you, you know, hate your life in this world, but then that's going to give you eternal life, the life that never ends. And, and, and how come you can love your life and by loving it, you will lose it. Now, what's interesting, y'all, is that this scripture is not saying for you to literally hate your life. For example, God forbid, uh, to hate your life so much so that you commit suicide, to hate your life so much so that you don't take care of yourself spiritually, you don't take care of yourself physically, you don't take care of yourself emotionally. This is not what the scripture is saying here. But what the scripture is saying here in particular is saying that while you're in this world, right, to hate your life, meaning not to hate your life, the essence of who you are, but to hate the way of the world, right? To hate the way that the, the those in the world are living their lives. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, many people to them, self-love is for them to indulge in ungodliness. It's for them to indulge in lawlessness. It's for them to indulge in selfishness. It's for them to indulge many times in the things that are contrary from the word of God. The word of God wants us to indulge in righteousness. The word of God wants us to indulge in truth. The word of God wants us to indulge indulge in holiness. The word of God wants us to indulge in godliness. Amen. And as a matter of fact, it's when we are surrounded with righteousness, right? With peace, right? The fruit of the Holy Spirit, with gentleness, with patience, with self-control. That is when truly we are showing ourselves that we love ourselves. That is when truly, again, we are maturing ourselves, right? And the holiest of faith. And because now we are mature, we are able now to better connect with other people. We are able now to trust ourselves with other people. We can be in certain environments and we know by God's grace, because we have the fear of the Lord, we're not going to allow ourselves to be tempted to do certain things that we're not supposed to be doing because we want to honor our father. And we know better now because we have the truth and we have wisdom that was given to us by God. Now, speaking of wisdom, y'all, let's quickly go ahead and turn our Bible pages to Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. This is what it says about wisdom. It says, wisdom and money can get, your, can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. In this particular scripture, I'm reading it from the um, New Living Translation. I like the way that it was read in the New Living Translation. I'm going to read it once more. Wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. My gosh. And so the Bible is not saying that money is bad, right? Because here in that one scripture, 
wisdom and money is side by side, right? It's saying wisdom and money almost can get you anything. But what I love about this particular scripture, it it also shows you that even though money is within this, this text, and even though money can almost get you everything, guess what? Money cannot preserve your life. It says only wisdom could preserve your life. And in the word of God, it says that what? It says wisdom is the fear of the Lord. It says wisdom is the beginning. The, it, yeah, it says wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Or perhaps the beginning, the, 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 the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord in some translations. Amen. And so again, if we are not investing ourselves in wisdom, in the things of God, if we're not investing ourselves in knowing who we are in Christ, then this is telling us that we have missed the mark and truly loving ourselves. Perhaps before you were listening to this episode, maybe you were someone that was a great advocate of self-love and you were promoting it left and right and you truly thought you loved yourself. But now listening to this episode, you're starting to realize that You haven't given yourself attention the way that you thought you have given yourself. Meaning that you haven't been investing in your emotional well-being. You haven't been investing in your spiritual well-being. When was the last time you picked up your Bible to read, to fellowship with the Lord? When was the last time that you prayed to God and you asked him his plan and his will for your life? When was the last time that you literally started to eat healthy because you want to make sure that your body is in good condition in order for you to have the energy that you need to be able to do the to do certain things that you know will require physical strength? A lot of people, yes, they have money, but when their physical health is again is deteriorating. They're unable to even enjoy that money. But the thing about wisdom, wisdom will show you and teach you that it is best to take care now of your overall health in order for you to enjoy your financial blessings. Because if your health is not quite there, if your health is not in the optimal level, No amount of money you have can help you out in that regard. And so my encouragement and challenge to you is that during this month of February, which is the month of love, make sure that you're truly taking inventory. You truly are doing an audit of yourself and saying, man, am I truly loving myself correctly? In a godly way, in a noble way. What can I do better for me to see myself completely whole in this month? Should I be changing the way that I eat, right? In order to increase my physical health. Should I be, again, spending more time in God's presence in order for me to increase my spiritual health? Should I be, again... Praying for those that I care about as well and spending time with the people that I love in order for me to, again, bring, bring that level of, of growth in my emotional health and my relational um, 
my relational currency. And so, before I go ahead and close out this episode, I also want to go ahead and share two more scriptures with you, which I found very interesting and which I believe will benefit you as we're just just talking about this topic again. Do you truly love yourself? Do you truly love yourself? Now, y'all, I know many of you who listen to this podcast, many of you are, many of you are singles, many of you are Christians, right? Are believers, you love God. And many of you as well, you have the desire to be married one day to the right fit for you, right? To the man or woman of God that God sees fit for you to marry. I want you to go ahead and quickly open your Bible pages to Songs of Solomon chapter 8 verse 4. And this is a particular scripture I've shared multiple times in various episodes of the Mastering Single and Relationships podcast. But I want to go ahead and share it tonight as well. And so it says, y'all, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. I'm going to read it again. Daughter of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Now, in this context, it's saying do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. So it's showing that love speaks, right? It's showing that love speaks. But at the same time, we understand that love only speaks through what again? Love only speaks through action. And as we read concerning wisdom, we know that the beginning of wisdom is the fear of God. And that we also know that wisdom is able to preserve our life in, re- in regards to the text that we previously read in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. But we also, again, know that in order for us to love properly, we too have to do what? We too have to walk in the ways of love. And we know we can best walk in the ways of love by modeling Christ's character, Christ's likeness, the way that we read in the gospel, such as in the gospel of Mark, which we've received that scripture that's saying, love your neighbor as yourself. But at the same time, we know that again, that it is a process, right? It is a process that you have to endure in order for you to love well, to love right. And so even in this context in, so- in Songs of Solomon, chapter 8, verse 4, when it says, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires, you have to reach a level of maturity where you know so much what love is that because, again, like I said in our um, episode, well, really our video, which is posted on our YouTube channel, JLP Network, when you properly define love according to scripture, that in itself is showing that you have now reached a level of maturity to know genuinely what love is. And because now you know genuinely what love is, you have that understanding, then you can arouse or awaken love. Like we shared again, that particular Proverbs, it says purpose, it, it shows us that purpose without knowledge you know it is meaningless all right 
And so, excuse me, I believe (laughs) desire without knowledge is meaningless. And so you need to know why you desire a thing. Or at least you need to know the definition of the thing that you so desire. For example, like I shared in a previous episode, if you desire marriage, it is not of good use to you if you cannot define what marriage is. Because once you see yourself within that marriage, it's not going to be lasting, right? It's not going to be a long-lasting marriage. It's going to end up breaking apart. Because again, you didn't know the foundation of marriage. You didn't know the in- God's intent in regards to marriage and its purpose to begin with. And so it's the same way too when, when it comes to love. For those of us who desire godly companionship, we desire to be married one day, we have to make sure that we so know what love is that we can say to ourselves, okay, we are ready now to arouse love. You don't want to be somebody who you're not, sh- you're not sure of what you want, right? A lot of young men, for example, especially the way that the world promotes certain things, you know, they think that they can just, you know, just play with young women's hearts like it's nothing. And the same too as well. Some young women, you know, some women do the same to to men. And this is completely ungodly. You know, this shouldn't be the case. But in reality, it is the case at times. For anyone who does that, right, who just play games with people, play with, em- with people's emotion, that in itself is a sign that this person should not even arouse love. Because they don't know what love is. They haven't reached that level of maturity in order to arouse love. This particular individual went ahead of themselves, right? And this is why, in reality, many relationships end up breaking apart. Many marriages end up ending in divorces. Because again... A lot of people arouse and awaken love before it's time. Meaning they went into these relationships. They went into these marriages without really sitting down and properly defining what they were getting into. Properly defining the relationship. Properly defining the marriage. And properly defining what love is. And to wrap this up, y'all, I want to just go ahead. I just want to go ahead and close out with Proverbs 30 verse 8. And it says, do not let me tell lies. This is Solomon speaking. Do not let me tell lies and don't make me too rich or too poor. Give me only enough food for each day. If I have too much, I might deny that I need you, Lord. But if I have, but if I am too poor, I might steal and bring shame to the name of my God. Never say bad things about a slave to his master. If you do, he will curse you and you will suffer for it. Proverbs 30 verse 8 to 10. But I really want us to focus um, on the on the beginning um, of this passage, especially in regards to verses eight and, and nine. It says, don't let me tell lies and don't make me too rich or too poor. Give me only enough food for each day. If I have too much, I might deny that I need you, Lord. But if I have, excuse me, but if I am too poor, I might still and bring shame to the name of God. I want to pause right there. One of the themes that I see and certain um, scriptures in the Bible is that it shows us that extremes are unhealthy, right? And we see that the writer here is showing that the extreme of having, for example, too little is not good. 
but the extreme of having too much is not good either. There has to be a middle ground. And so he's saying to the Lord, he doesn't want God to give him too much. He doesn't want God to give him too little. Because if God gives him too much, he will completely forget about God. And if God gives him too little as well, it's no good. It's no good either. <laughs> and so from this particular passage, we can take it as well as a tool for us in this season to make sure that we're giving ourselves the proper dosage of certain things. For example, if we ourselves, we're giving ourselves too much doses of social media, we know it's not good for us. We know it's not good for our souls because our attention is completely saturated with other things more than it is saturated, again, with the word of God, with the will of God, with what is good for us. We now will be too focused on what other people are doing, and then we're going to lose momentum in bettering ourselves, right, and loving ourselves the right way and knowing who we are in Christ because we're busy learning about everybody else and who they are. Amen? But... If we can take this time during the month of love, giving ourselves the right dosage of these things, it's not to say that they in themselves are bad, right? They're not in themselves bad, but it's the way that we utilize them and it's how much we invest in them that becomes the problem. And so the best way I can summarize this, y'all, is that in order for you to truly love yourself, you have to make sure that you're taking care of every area of your being every part of your being you're not just focusing on uh the fact again you're just eating your favorite food you're just going to your favorite shop you're just getting your nails done your hairs your hair is done um for the ladies or for um the men you know you're watching your favorite basketball team football team and so forth <laughs> it's about as well what it is that you're doing for your spiritual life that shows that you love yourself. What it is that you're doing for your mental state that shows that you love yourself. Are you, in fact, speaking positively towards yourself or to yourself? Are you, in fact, meditating on God's word and declaring over yourself who God says that you are and not what the world is trying to force upon you to believe of yourself? Are you showing yourself that you love yourself based on your actions? Are you dressing modestly? Are you eating right? Are you going after the purpose that the Lord has given you? Are you being intentional in your relationships and the way that you do life with other people, people that God has placed in your life? Are you setting the right boundaries as well for you to honor yourself as well, to understand because you are made in the likeness in the image of God that you can't just let people just walk over you as if you are a doormat. And so y'all, I pray that you guys were blessed by this. I pray that <laughs> I pray that you guys didn't run away from this episode. But again, like I said, I'm here to encourage and challenge you. And this is not just for you, it's for me as well. I truly want this month of February to be an intentional month for myself personally, making sure that I am loving myself truly like never before. Because I know when I love myself right, I'm able to properly love my neighbor, as the Bible even says to us as a command. And so, y'all, I pray you guys were blessed. I pray that you stay tuned to the Mastering Single and Relationships podcast. We have some amazing episodes coming your way by the grace of God. I'm excited for next week's episode, so make sure you're tuned in. Make sure you're subscribed to the, to the podcast and as well. And remember, all things are possible Christ Jesus. Until next time, this was your sister in Christ, JLP. Peace out. Take care.